Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Today we're talking about love languages. I am sure that you have heard of this way of seeing, right, how people give and receive love. But if you haven't, then here we go. The Five Love Languages was actually developed by Dr. Gary Chapman, I believe, right? He wrote the book, The Five Love Languages, which you should be able to access if you have a mobile device or an electronic device, a library nearby, or something along those lines, all right? The Five Love Languages are acts of service, quality time, physical touch, gifts, and words of affirmation, okay? So essentially what Dr. Chapman says is that we have a primary way of giving love or showing how we care about somebody. And we also have primary ways that we seek to receive love, right? So if quality time, which y'all know I have mentioned before, if you've ever been on one of my Instagram lives, if you are not hanging out with me on Instagram, what are you doing? After you listen to this podcast episode, go ahead, find me at Jacense Gems, same name as the podcast, and let's hang out. Back to the episode. That when you're you know, primary love language, like mine being quality time, is that I show love by spending time with people. But I also like receiving love. I perceive that someone cares about me when they spend time with me. Now, here's the kicker, all right? That your primary love language is most likely, okay, gonna be different than that of your partner, of your parents, of your children, of your friends, of your boss, of your coworkers, because everyone is different, right? So we are all uniquely made and we all have different constellations when it comes to our love language. Now, if you go to the site, I think it's like the five love languages.com or something along those lines, just Google it. Okay. Then you can take the quiz to figure out what your primary love language is. Here's the thing. If you have taken it before, then I would actually urge you to take it again because sometimes people change. All right. Sometimes your answers might change depending on your mood or, or your, your relationship history. So if you haven't taken it already, take it. If you have taken it before, unless you've taken it recently, take it again to see if the answers are consistent. And then if you're in a relationship, take the quiz with somebody else or or inspire or ask your partner or your kids because they have a version for children as well to take the quiz so that you can understand what their primary love language is, all right? Now, when you do this, this is not something that we want to weaponize against the people in our lives. We want it to be something that builds awareness and it helps us to understand ourselves and how we give and receive love and then how we can stretch within who we are to meet the needs of those who we care about most. So. If physical touch is my husband's primary love language, then how can I stretch as a person whose primary love language is quality time to meet 
his needs as well as my own. Well, that might look like watching a movie together as we cuddle on the couch. All right. Now that's going to look different for everyone, right? That's going to be different, whether it's gifts, whether it's acts of service, and it doesn't mean huge gestures. Love languages doesn't mean like, oh, I like gifts. So that means I want diamond rings from Tiffany's. No, it could be a handmade card. It could be a sentimental, you know, gift that, that reminds someone of a memory. All right. So This isn't about the value of whatever that thing is. It just means that there's thought behind it. Or and to me, here's the thing that a lot of the times what I'll hear when I work with couples is like, oh, they should know how I feel, or they should know what I need or what to do. And logically, if you've had the conversation and you've talked about it before, logically, yes. But a person is stretching outside of who they typically are. So we actually have a tendency to fall back into our old habits, into doing what's comfortable, into our homeostasis. So I will have a tendency to fall back into quality time, maybe not recognizing, oh, did I hug my partner today? Because I maybe didn't grow up in a household where hugging and physical touch was a huge thing, that it's something that I have to consciously make a new habit out of. So we have to practice grace and compassion and empathy and patience, even if we know what someone else's love language is and we've told them and we've given them ideas maybe. We want to give them give them the answer to the test. If you want your relationship to succeed, why would you withhold the answers from your partner? So we want to give each other the answers to the test so that we can succeed. We want to support each other in being able to meet each other's needs so that we can also get our needs needs met. So if I feel like, hmm, we haven't been spending a lot of time together. If you haven't listened to the conflict intimacy episode, then you definitely should scroll back to find it, okay? Because if I'm not getting my needs met, and the way in which I bring this conversation up is to say, well, why haven't you spent any time with me lately? What are you doing? Where are you going? Hmm, that's conflict intimacy. I want to be close and I'm doing it through conflict. Now, if I bring up to my partner and say, I miss you. I would really love watching a movie together. Is there a way that we can, you know, set some time aside to have dinner? Are you able to, you know, take me out this weekend? What is the schedule looking like? That's different. Same need, same message delivered in a different way. And we invite people to engage and interact with us with the way that we bring our grievances to them. So my challenge to you this week as we go into the new year, yes, okay, as we're going into the new year, is to figure out how to really learn more about ourselves and what our love language is and what our partner or our kids or our parents or whoever's around us, what their love language might be, because I'm sure you could probably guess, and how we can both stretch to meet their needs as well as ask from a genuine place of love, kindness, and compassion, plus patience, for them to support us in meeting our needs. 
Again, I just am so humbled to be able to serve and share this information with you. Hopefully this helps you have some ideas on, you know, re-energizing your relationship in the new year. And if you ever have questions, comments, concerns, again, come find me on Instagram. I'll be hanging out in the DMs. I call it DM parking lot pimping, okay? We're hanging out in the DMs on Instagram. So find me, ask your questions, let me know how these episodes have helped, and I will talk to you next time, Gems. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.